Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Feel the earth move mm? under my feet. I feel the sky tumbling down, what? tumbling down. Oh, this isn't my X Factor audition. No, that was last week. Ah, oh. <sighs> um, it's a yes <laughs> from me. That was the sound of Alfie upstairs creaking. Can you hear the creaking? <laughs> And the sneaking? Probably can in this house. <laughs> Creaky doors. Hello. Hey, everyone. I am. Uh, apparently, you're not supposed to say, hey, everyone. You're supposed to say, hey, you. Hey, yous. Hey, yous. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, we guys. are really. We're, we're all guys, guys. We're all guys. We are very excited to be back after a hiatus. Um, for those of you who are new to the show or coming back after a long time, I don't need reminding that I'm very freshly bereaved, but maybe you do, <laughs> so you know why we were gone. Um, thank you so much to everyone who sent me messages of condolences. Um, it really means a lot, and it helps me um, avoid the... Uh, intrusive thoughts that I'm completely isolated and going through this alone and stuff like that. Anyway, that's not what I wanted to to open with, but thank you all for your patience. We are so excited to be back. We are a little excited. Just a little bit, tiny little bit of excited. So small. So little. Um, for those of you who need reminding, or if you don't know, my name is Michelle. My name is Robin. And we are a married, mm -hmm. heterosexual, mm -hmm. monogamous, mm -hmm. international, yeah. transatlantic mm -hmm. couple living in London. A couple of gaslighters. A couple... <laughs> 
don't think that's true. I'm going to I'm going to dump you at the end of this podcast and then we're going to be back together again for the next podcast. It's going to be amazing. So much drama. Yeah, people can follow the trajectory of our <laughs> fake relationship with rapt attention. Um, all of the um Apple Music reviews say that we're fake. I'm just saying all of them. No, they don't. Don't yeah. be silly. I've asked everyone leaving the reviews, like, which of you, which of you think that we're fake? And that they all just kept quiet, but I know they did it. <laughs> um, the show we are recapping now is Married at First Sight Australia. We are also going to recap uh, 90 Day Fiance the Other Way, otherwise no- colloquially known as Toe. <laughs> Um, it's not really though, is it? Because as far as I can tell, this season of Toe, no spoilers, it's just people going on holiday and then going, oh yeah, this isn't working at all and having to go back. <laughs> They're not actually towing. They're not towing at all. One of them got their visa all mixed up. It's it, a disaster. Yep, it is very compelling and it feels like a return to form. It's a welcome return to form, especially after the show the iteration of 90 day fiance that i don't even want to mention because i i just don't even want to think back to that time but yes we do generally cover shows about relationships um we are probably not going to cover love is blind this cycle um oh who knows if you want us to, we will. We're gearing back up, all right? Here's how it works. We took a little bit of time out for healing. Um, but we ain't healed. You ain't healed. There's still healing to do. So no promises, right? We're going right. to do what we can. We're going to we do can. what we can when we can do it. But we are absolutely doing um, Seeking Brother Husband. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, because... <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> that is the that's the kind of chaos that we um that we love. Anyway, anyway, no further announcements. Oh, um, Patreon is gonna Patreon's gonna stay uh, closed for pause. a paused. Uh, it's not a storefront, is it? It's not a shop. Um, it's gonna stay. Paused. I mean, look, if you're a celebrity. We will open it after hours. <laughs> you can have if you a- want to do a launch on our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Celine Dion will be there calling the police. Yeah. Hey, a few of our um, our Patreonies would care that you won a contest this week for the first time in your life. Yes, the only other time I've won was a uh, raffle for the class goldfish in first grade. <laughs> the, I'm not making that up. I'm really wheezy with my laugh today. That's incredible. What's the goldfish called? Firefish. Firefish? Yeah. That's not going to work very well. He's going to put himself out. Oh, well. Don't know. Yeah. Oh, did he live a while? He did, yeah. Really? Yeah. I always find raffle goldfish don't last the, don't last the week. No, he was like the class pet for a long time, and then he came to live with me. Oh, little FF. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I won a CD player in a nightclub once, I remember. A little portable Discman. Uh Uh-huh, Discman. Yeah, a Discman. (laughs) Yeah, that was the CD version of the Walkman, the Discman. Sure. Um, No, but Discman sounds like... 
you know, the family dentist. Oh, sure. Yeah. Discman. Yeah. Yeah. Jaime Discman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Discman. Um, yeah, it was in a club and like they called like a name out and you had to get to like the front and pick your prize up off the DJ. And if you didn't get there in like 30 seconds, it went to the next person. Four people in. You better make no mistake. I got to the front of that damn club. Drinks flying all over the place. I've never seen you run before. Well, that is the last time. That was actually the same club. This is back in the days when I used to do those kinds of things. Um, I remember stage diving. Because I had gigs there. I remember stage diving without realising that it was a completely, like, it was like Moses and the Red Sea. People just parted. (laughs) And I remember hearing the sound of my head hitting the ground over the like the loud pa the sound of my head in the ground was loud enough to be heard over it um so i reckon they owed me a discman or two that explains so much so much yeah um yeah i i won a prize draw to listen to the new depeche mode album at an undisclosed location. Now, I might not be there myself, not because I don't love Depeche Mode. And if you haven't seen the documentary, what's it called? 101. Um, you must. You must, you must, the you must. The first reality TV show, essentially, not TV. Well, it's a documentary. Yeah. Um, we're splitting hairs here. Look, uh, Robin will definitely be going. I'm not feeling entirely well in myself yet, so I'm going to see how I feel yeah. on the day. Just being honest. But I just want it, but I know we have a lot of Depeche Mode fans among our listeners. Weirdly, because it doesn't come up much, but um, no, came up in our, our Facebook group, didn't it? In, in the Blighty Day Band. Yes. Yeah. Do join. Come talk to us about anything, including 1980s um, electronic bands. Um, or anything, but yeah, that's a bit exciting. You won something, you see, that is the universe, right? Mm-hmm. Unlike Jen, that is the universe telling you good things. Different podcast, yeah. or different recap, but that's okay. Anyway, yeah, that's enough announcements. Oh, except, um, as previously stated, Patreon is staying on pause. Um, I would love to hear from from you all, and I'll I'll think of a way, maybe like a Google survey or something, um, just to get information on what you all would like from that, because it is for you, and you know, um, I I want to make sure that I can manage what we put out. Royalty is definitely coming back. Um, and it may not be, excuse me, it may not be um, behind the paywall. We may... Uh, Are you telling me that kind of filth can go out on a free feed? <laughs> <laughs> it is officially the dirtiest podcast. It really isn't. Yeah. It's pretty tame. I'm just trying to sell the Patreon. Oh, okay. Filth. Yeah. Absolute no, look, we want to bring it filth. back. Elliot and I love doing that podcast and for the 10 people who listen to it all the way through um i know you really enjoyed it and i appreciate that so we are gonna bring that back in some form so stay tuned follow us on 
at Blighty Day on Instagram, on Twitter. Email us, BlightyDayFiance at gmail.com. Please don't be shy. You can even message me on Facebook or on any of those platforms. Don't think that I'm one of those people who's like, oh, my DMs are full and I don't want to read any of them and I don't want people to talk to me about their life experience. I really, this is part of why I do this. I really like it. Yeah, general life advice, we're here for that. Like, should I get the tortoiseshell cat? Should I stick with the black and white one? We'll, we'll have an opinion. I don't know about general life advice, but we right, we don't. can certainly... <laughs> don't do yeah, that. yeah, don't, don't, don't do, do that. Do uh, we're the wrong people for that. Anyway, would you like to get into Married at First Sight, Australia, Season 10? I think Week 7. Um... While I was setting up, I was counting on my little fingers. I think, are we not going to do the the partner swap for this podcast? That not, we're not, we're not, we're not doing that. Not doing that. I refuse to do that as a matter of principle. I'm not going to reenact the guest. Look, we're on not another podcast. Look, we're not you. Whoa! Excuse yourself. <laughs> Yes, um, for those of you who didn't know, I was on uh, DocuSweeties, I think the last Sunday, yeah, um, so listen to that, um, Wa and Chris are both incredible, and I was, it's a true honor to have gotten to fill in for Chris, they are hilarious, they cover all sorts of docu-series, and they are Ethan hysterical, so please go check that out. See, I had I, such a good time. I just wanted to mention that before we go and do our toe podcast. That was really if, good. Yeah, see, yeah. If people want to know what you thought before, they should go there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, maths. Right. Who do you want to start with? Um, let's start with well, let's start by saying we're we're not gonna we're not gonna oh, cover, God. you know, all the time that we've missed. Yeah, like um, a month. We're just gonna yeah. yeah. Uh, we're just gonna talk about the couples where they are now unless you're we had to go and see our child that's why we haven't done the podcast should we do the cheer <laughs> we'll do we'll, what we'll well, why don't it. we start with them okay okay so duncan and Alyssa. i am a mom i'm, I'm the, the only kind of mom, mom and, and you'll, you'll never understand because you'll never be a mom no <laughs> That's what we sing every time she comes on TV. Yeah. Um, look, I don't. I don't know about these two. I something <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> there was a turn, and I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out exactly when it happened, and I think it was during the couples retreat. Mm-hmm. Mm. It did, but it struck me that she was already a little bit off-piste um, then. Like, she reacted in such a strong way that I felt that something must have been brewing already, I think. Brewing. I don't... Because she went completely crazed. And I should add, that is not a gendered... No, of course not. That is not a gendered adjective. We use the word crazed um, a lot in this house, mainly about the dogs. 
Um, again, not saying she's a dog. Alfie can also be crazed. Yes. When he wants an Oreo milkshake from Five Guys, he goes completely crazed. You can be crazed. I can be crazed. We can all be crazed. And Alyssa was completely crazed. Yeah. It's basically when any sense of rational thought, any semblance of rational thought just vacates. <laughs> of all the things that your partner might be doing that could drive you to hysterics, again, not gendered, playing tennis. <laughs> I think that might be the first time anyone's ever lost it over someone playing tennis. You cannot be serious. Okay, all right. There may be one other time. <laughs> yeah, one other time <laughs> someone lost it over someone playing tennis. People 40 and and over will definitely get that joke. <laughs> Which other 80s and 90s tennis players do the rest of the cast remind us of? Um, that would be an interesting... Hugo Simhemmum. Hugo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forget. See, when people leave, they're just... They're dead to me. Yeah, um, dead to you. Right. Let's uh, let's get back on track. Um, I can't figure out what it is. I know that her sister did a Reddit AMA, which I didn't read because, on principle, I think that's kind of unfair. Like, I don't think family members of the cast should be able to go on and. Um, the family would like to read this statement. <laughs> It it wasn't even it wasn't even like that. She was just you know she admitted that some of Alyssa's behavior was crazed was crazed. Um. <laughs> it's very odd, isn't it? Having the PR machine working for you while the show's going on. I mean, well, that's again, why I don't NDAs, think it's fair. But does the family have to sign NDAs? But the family should... Nobody should be speaking on her behalf is what I'm saying. No, like, it's for... I think they... Look, I'll be honest with you. I think they know she's a little bit delicate. Um, and, again, I'm not gendering the crazed, but I think she's a little bit delicate. Yeah, she might be delicate. Yeah. Um, I think... No one... <laughs> No one wants to see their kid that much. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Actually, that's not true. That's not true. When I first separated from Alfie's mum, birth mother, um, and mum, <laughs> she's, yeah, um, I found weekends incredibly hard. Like, it was Fleischmann's in trouble levels mm. of, yeah. So, like, weekends were brutal. Genuinely, really, really brutal. When you're not used to not being with your kids, when you're suddenly not with your kids, it's tough. But, and again, everyone's different. But even when you and I first started dating, yeah. it was like that. Like, you were, you were openly weeping in public and that was many months on yeah. after your separation yeah, yeah. um so it is really hard um and it's not fair to say why is this person feeling this but this person isn't right because everyone feels things differently and shows things differently but plenty of people on the show have got kids they don't use that the only issue I have is not that she missed her son. I think mm -hmm. it's her son. 
it, it's that she she weaponized it again and again and again. I sort of agree with that. Um, she even weaponized it with the experts. I like the look on the experts' faces when they're like, uh, are you actually coming for us? And she did it on this latest commitment ceremony as well. He told you. <laughs> I don't think that had anything to do with... Can I... I've been trying really hard to get uh, oh, a, a sentence in and you've been stepping on me a bit. This this is why it's... They've missed this. They've missed this. They have missed uh, you cutting me off repeatedly. Um, but this is... You know, part of why we started a podcast in the first place was that so I could finish a sentence every now and then. Go on. All right. Um, they love it. They live for it. I'll put nicotine lozenge in my mouth, eh? That'll okay. shut me up for a minute. All right, good. Right. Um, here is what I think is the root cause of this problem. So Alyssa personalizes... Duncan's feelings, negative emotions. So any disagreement that they have or any time he feels shut down by her or dismissed or abandoned, which is all the time because she cannot have an argument, right? Right. And I'm convinced that the only reason they were so solid in the beginning is because they had nothing to argue about. Right. Um, and we did say that. We were like, let's see what happens with this one when when there's a challenge. And it just went to all shit, right? Right, because she she cannot tolerate someone else's distress. She can barely tolerate her own distress. Correct. I promise you, and I'll probably get, you know, some heat for for this and maybe deservedly i promise you her kid is spoiled i promise you she cannot say no to that child right ever ever because she can't tolerate distress but she says no to duncan all the, all the time no she doesn't she flounces out okay do you see what i'm saying she yeah. won't, she won't even stay to have the argument right because she'll shut it down right away and go, oh, oh, I have to be with it. So, yeah, she's she is weaponizing her relationship with her child in the sense that instead of admitting to not being able to handle having an argument or taking accountability or listening to someone's pain or sitting with someone else's pain – She's got to walk out because she misses her kid and needs to be with her kid because that's a, that's more socially acceptable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think anyone for a second believes that she misses her kid in those moments to the the degree that she says that she does. Having said that, I think it's subconscious as well. To an extent. I don't think she's actually sitting there going, oh, I'm in a difficult position, I'll pull the kid card. I don't think it's that. I just think that she thinks that her distress and her challenges and difficulties are completely unique in the universe. Hence the, I am a mom. I'm, I'm the know. only yeah. kind of mom. Yeah. 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 She's the only person that has feelings and therefore the only person that's really allowed them. And if anyone else has feelings, then they've 
forgotten that she's got feelings. I mean, she is the queen of what aboutery. It's incredible. Mm. And the latest, and 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 the queen of withdrawing emotion as well. I mean, it, it's shocking. In that last commitment, withdrawing affection. You mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In that last commitment ceremony, like she's pretending to care about him and sort of rubbing his arm because. I mean, she's worried about how she's going to look. I mean, forget about Claire, right? She's worried about how she's going to look on TV. So she's pretending to give a shit. And then he says something that she doesn't like. And the hand gets whipped away immediately. And she's like, you didn't say that to me. It was, it was just remarkable how she can switch like that. There are several points you've made that I, 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 broadly disagree with you i have to say wow yeah i i think that well i don't want to talk about it then (laughs) (laughs) i'm a dad i think you're projecting (laughs) i think you're projecting a lot onto her that isn't there okay um i think that or or maybe I th- I think the end result is probably the same. You and I both agree on what the end result is and and the consequences of her be- behavior and what that looks like. Yeah, she'll Essentially never get that, anyone as good. Well, she's a sabotager, right? Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. a self-sabotager. But I think the reason is because she can't handle conflict of any kind and she does she she doesn't want to she's already been so um she's already been raised in a culture that it, that shames and shuns yeah. right yeah um and having left that culture she doesn't necessarily or having left that religion or that community Whatever. it doesn't mean that that doesn't stay with her and that she hasn't internalized that so i think yeah she's testing him she's punishing him um she lacks a lot of self-awareness. I don't think her behavior has anything to do with the public perception of her at all. I uh, think I think we're seeing I, who she really is. I think I disagree. Okay. I think I've seen in a few commitment ceremonies now her bristling at being questioned. And I, th- I feel like she's bristling at being questioned on TV. And I feel that when she shuts him down, it's because the optics don't look good for her. I, I think you're being kinder than I would be, actually. Having said all of that, <laughs> I don't blame her for it. She's, her upbringing is messed up, right? Her backstory is messed up. And I kind of feel for her and shit like that's going to do some damage. Like, you leave a culture like that, your whole life gets ripped apart, you know, right? Yeah. So, she's 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 a mess. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not going to say she's a... She's not a Harrison. She's not bad. But... <laughs> therapy. A lot of therapy. Yeah, she's, I she's think not she ready. needs... She's not ready. I think she needs a lot of help. And sadly, she I don't... She should see the therapist that Darcy... Ref- the Darcy's Michelle wanted her to go and see. Maybe. Um, we won't go into that because now I'm, I'm going through that in my mind. Yeah, what 
makes me th- this is the last thing I'll say uh, about that them and then I do think we should move on. Um she I don't think she's learned anything about herself and that's what makes me sad. I don't think she's learned anything about him either. But something that's missing from this season that I know there have been in previous seasons right. is there's some usually there's some kind of intervention when couples hit a breaking point where one or both of them will talk to one of the experts. Yeah. And and I don't know why we're not seeing that. And I think Sometimes that's Sometimes they go into like emergency triage and stuff. It, well, yeah. Like was John too busy? No, I think that's I have a feeling Alessandra didn't do a lot of the the sex visits this year. I don't think she did any. Did she do any? Like one or two? But there Maybe. were there were ones where we were like, huh? What? Yeah, it was weird when the She did like group sessions where it was like an Ann Summers party. Yeah, that was What's the American equivalent of, of an Ann Summers party? I don't know, because I don't know y- y'all let us know what the what the sec sort of almost family i don't want to say family friendly what's your strip mall it's like a sex shop you you got tupperware parties in the states right i'm sorry is this the 1970s yeah but i'm going well the 50s i think but that was a thing right so the housewives would all get together you're talking about mlms yes people have avon and yeah yeah tell us what the what the equivalent of that is where people have parties and sell sex toys what's who does that let us know all right um i think it's frustrating for the experts too because i think that they're basically every time they talk to harrison i can see how angry they are underneath it all well they're like seething at the producers yeah because i think that they i think each one of them went into this show thinking i'm gonna teach people about relationships i really i truly believe in them not necessarily for the uk quote-unquote experts but i believe in each of these individuals okay um, let's go for an easy one next. Tani and Ollie. Oh. <laughs> he looks less and less like Jerry Seinfeld as the season has gone on. The the kind of the shavy mullety thing. He's like a refugee from the Lost Boys now, like a, a minor character. It's it's quite the haircut. There's a bit of Lamal from Kajigugu, second time I mentioned Lamal on this pod. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an interesting character. I think he might, I mean, he is my favourite person on this season of Mass. Yeah, same. And I think he might actually be my favourite person for quite some time. Yep. I just wish he'd been in a year when he could have found some bromances with some other boys. I know. it's I Because I, he strikes me as being like the kind of man that I love on this show. He, he's so emotionally articulate, so bright. He's the kind of kid that makes me look at kids and go, God, kids are all right. <laughs> you know, Gen like, Z is all right. Gen Z is okay. They're going to 
they're going to be fine. Yeah. They're going to make things better. Like, he is decent fundamentally decent yes and he's and 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 you're funny and you're watching the evolution right you're watching him learn about himself admit to his vulnerabilities take accountability for things i mean not that he's badly behaved to begin with but you know you're you're watching him grow grow in this relationship blossom and in a way sometimes the octopus is happy Sometimes the octopus is sad. I feel like that octopus is there. You know, we were so burnt when (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about who I liked as much as we like him. And before we found out that Brett was racist, I think we liked Brett. Yeah. 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 That much. Yeah. And it yeah, it hurts when that happens. Um the only the only sort of darkness I feel potential threat to this relationship is just I'd really love for them to return to the outside world and not feel like it has to be so serious. Do you know what I mean? Like they're so young. They are I would so young. I would love for them to just date for several more years and then move in together. Do you know what I mean? I should move in together. I don't think they need to, I don't think they need to rush. I I really want them to make it. I don't know about her yet. Like I look, I have not one bad word to say about her, but I don't really think she's come out of her shell, but I don't think she's come out of her shell as a human being. Like, I don't think she quite knows who she is. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's why I want them to date for a while and really, like, you know, have those experiences. But maybe, you know, some people people know who they are at an early age. And I think that's true for um, the latecomers last season who got married IRL, the physical therapist and the theater quote unquote theater yeah, producer. Yeah. Like they're that those are their personalities I'm not forever. Sure he knew quite who he was. I think he did. Anyway, um <laughs> moving on to let's talk about Rupert and Evelyn. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm going to refill my water. Why don't you tell our listeners about Evelyn's dating history? Oh, brother. Do you all know this? Do you all read the same gutter buggy press that I dip my head into? Like, every day, I take my head and I just plunge it into the slimiest parts of the internet to find the gutteriest bits of gossip. Um... Evelyn's been, (laughs) well, she was on Big Brother in the UK, um, and she's, um, she's not a no one. Um, there's pictures of her in the back of a limo with Bieber, um, much more alarmingly, she went on holiday vacation with Andrew Tate, and I think dated Andrew Tate, who is probably the world's vilest man currently. I mean, it's a hotly contested title. <laughs> right. But if you were to take um, 
if you were to take a crypto bro no I, people know who he is yeah yeah they do even in america yeah yeah okay i just want to say if you were to take your archetypal crypto bro a guy storming the capital <laughs> <laughs> um the worst bits of russell brand and just an out and out nazi and roll them together you get andrew tate so the fact that evelyn has been with this guy makes me super sus however but, however i have to say i have loved her i know throughout the process i thought she has been sorry that was robin hitting a lamp by mistake um that's well i i keep telling you if we stuck with gaslighting oh boy um i think that that was a while ago um i think that there's definitely potential for her having learned from those relationships she just what i liked the most about her is she's probably the first person ever to have come onto the show you know been a bit uncertain about the wedding and then gone you know what i'm gonna make the the best of this you know like this isn't there's not immediate sparks but i'm gonna make the best of this i'm not gonna make him fucking sleep on the floor i'm not gonna uh try to humiliate Mm -hmm. him i'm not going to uh take my ball and go home you know like she's been up for everything totally like of all the people that have been on shows like this to be on shows like this and i'm pretty sure that's her motive i'm fine sure like she's actually done the show (laughs) yeah she has as opposed to so many people that like come on the show and then have no intention of doing the show no whatsoever Mm -mm. um she definitely definitely has a little tiny element of i want to be courted sort of came out but you know what that's actually fine because this boy has got to like pull it out right yeah yeah he's sweet i don't think uh I don't think this one's going to last, but I think they've had a nice time together and will probably remain friends. I don't think there's any ill will on her part. I think it's refreshing for her to be around a normie. Yes, that too. I imagine because I don't think she spends a lot of time with normies. No. 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 I think everyone she's usually around is as beautiful as she is. Yeah, or is like obsessed with their social media yeah. and all of that. And I think it's and just, a lot of backstabbing and a lot of fighting and jostling for position. And I actually just think he probably just reminds her of the boys that she grew up with. And she quite likes that. You yeah. Know? And maybe, maybe, here's the romantic in me, she'll realize that actually the boys like that are probably the ones you actually do want to settle down with. But I think she's a bit too young to make that compromise. I think she is too. I think she's, um, you know, still in her yacht party yeah. era. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it that way. You know, that phase we all go through. <laughs> <laughs> the lucky, the lucky few of us. Yeah. Um, but we love her. She's funny. She's gorgeous she's she's great tv great tv and she's morally right yeah and i and 
like I say, every time she speaks to Harrison, I so badly want her to say, listen, I've dated Andrew Tate, so I know from gaslighting misogynists. Yeah. <laughs> and you are gaslighting misogynistic narcissists, and yeah. you are that, sir. You're not even very good at it. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I dated a professional fucko. <laughs> <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, let's talk about Leighton and Melinda. Let's. Okay, so um, just for the sake of expediency and for clarity of thoughts, as I'm still, yes, everyone, um, tapering off one medication and dealing with some others that uh, affect my cognitive function and memory, etc. Let's make it easier for for Robin. And this is not a shame thing. This is just a let's make this easier for everybody thing. So I'm going to say what I think. And then you say what you think. Is that all right? Sounds fun. Okay. Thanks for your support. Really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> you have it. So I think Melinda really has put her heart on the line. I think she's a good fucking sport because if I had to be in a room alone for any length of time with Chode, uh aka harrison um i would find a way to escape down the balcony and run into oncoming traffic and catch the nearest bus to the furthest place away from him so i admire her a lot for that i understand that there's a disagreement i think primarily their big difference is that Leighton, A, doesn't listen to what she's saying, and B, intellectualizes every single argument, and C, for that reason, is unable to sit with her discomfort or her, her emotions or um, is any of her stuff. And I think that's incredibly sad, and she deserves way better. Robin. <laughs> um i liked her from the start um she was sat with uh, melissa you know thor's hammer 
Yes. Yeah. And I, I think we disagreed on this um, at the time, but I, I really liked the way um, when she was being shamed for maybe not wanting to sleep with her husband on the wedding night, she didn't rise to it. She took it. She kept cool. And I thought, actually, this is a grown up. Mm-hmm. And I think we've just seen it in the last few weeks. You know, she'll do what's required of her. I don't get the feeling that she's on this just to be on TV, which you might have thought from yet another frosty blonde on the show, right? You, you know, it's a certain type and the wedding was awful and blah, blah, blah. Um, you might have thought she'd be that, but she hasn't shown herself to be that at any point. Like, the, she cry real tear. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he no cry real tear. I just don't think he has any feelings. Have you been... <laughs> Did we watch too much Darcy and Stacey? <laughs> are you are you abbreviating because you've been listening to Florian? To Florian. Do, you, do you now have the fear? The fraid? <laughs> and the hell, the fraid. I think let me give us childberries. Oh, I love Florian. We are obsessed with Florian this season. It's, it's the Florian show. He is my king. I love him. If Stacey ever has enough of Florian, we'll, we'll take him, won't we? Yeah. He can join as a brother husband. Well, I'd prefer not to have those kind of... I, I'm not attracted to him, Don't but... But what a lodger. <laughs> he's amazing. He's Florian amazing. around the house would just be, he's like another pet. Yeah. So what do you think? Yeah. Leighton's not got a soul, ultimately. Uh, and do you... He is Jeremy Strong in succession. He is a mess. He is. He, he'll have a breakdown. As, he's Jeremy Strong before succession, right? Not the, the actor. actor? No, 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 the character, right? I think Kendall is all soul. No, no, no. But before Succession begins, you get the feeling that Kendall was this kind of guy and then everything unravels, right? Okay. So you remember like season one, it's kind of, you know, before any unraveling. He's had drug problems and stuff. But, you know, you see it all play out in the show. I just think that's who Leighton is. I, I think he's... This chinless guy that speaks in business speak and thinks he knows what he's doing, but he hasn't got a fucking clue. He's never had to grow up. He's just kind of lucked into the position that he's in. I do agree with that. he's never had to have feelings because he's never actually had problems. As far as I know. And if he has, he's not shown them on this show. He's not revealed any of that. Like, there's no soft underbelly because he's never flipped around to show anything. Well, I think the sad truth is that the stakes are not high for him because he doesn't care about her. Well, we've heard that he's never had... I mean, they usually focus on the uh, never had a, you know, first relationship, blah, blah, blah. But didn't he say he's never had a relationship more than a few weeks? Yeah. Right? I believe that. I believe that. This is why I'm saying saying he's Kendall Roy. I know he has an ex-wife and kids and so on. But it's that kind of guy. That's that's just what he is. Or if he's not Kendall Roy, he's the kind of guys that Kendall Roy hung out with. Yeah, that I can, I'm sorry, I'm just so stuck in the Kendall Roy of it all. Um, I No, he may one day develop 
this huge crisis and depth of soul and he may become my favorite that's the thing about Leighton I think that there's something there I could really like and I think she sees that too but she's five years too early like he's not become who he might become and he doesn't get that he will never ever do better than her ever 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 he's really he's stupid and i know she's been shamed for having had some work done but it isn't much work (laughs) and it's good work fuck whoever (laughs) shamed her yeah well there's been they've edited around you can tell they've edited around a lot of stuff this season right i still go back to the cupcake incident that cupcake was harrison's dig at bronte's breast job right yeah definitely without a shadow of a doubt yeah but they've sort of danced around that but there's been a lot of stuff clearly that's being cut out i think about people and they've alluded to it but people have been digging on people that have had work done there's been a lot of body shaming i think yeah, which is interesting for a show that has rarely ever had anyone, I think, above a U.S. Mm-hmm. size six mm-hmm. in the female cast, at least. So, you know, there's not – what I'm saying is there's neither been – much ethnic diversity over the years, nor size diversity. Um, so, yeah, that's something that I think the I think the producers need to take a good hard look at themselves. And yeah, because it definitely came up with Dan and Sandy. Right? Yeah, but was edited around. You could tell. Right? Yeah, you can tell totally. Right, who's next? Um. Uh, Cam and Lindell. Cam and Lindell. So, when we first started covering this, I alluded to something I'd read about Cam. And Trigger I, warning. Yeah. Uh, animal stuff. Let's not get into it. Well, again, it's an unsubstantiated rumour. And, and look, I'm, I'm not going to repeat it because it is unsubstantiated. But fuck me if I can't see that in him. Yeah, there was there were allegations about mistreatment of a pet, and I don't again. That's a big trigger for me, so I don't want to go into that. Um, I have sensed in the past couple of weeks that there is a nastiness to him and a sort of i don't know how else to say it but a sort of like base level contempt for people who don't live the way that he does yeah she alluded to it too she it was something like i'm scared of his what his reaction might be but you could tell the way she said that wasn't that she was scared he'd be disappointed in something. It was that he would get nasty. Yeah. Again, I feel they're editing around things. I think so too. And if you recall to when we met his mother, yeah. that tells you 
everything. everything. Vulnerability is a weakness. Somebody needing affection is, or someone asking for affection or or comfort is needy. These people from the city, they're not like us. Yeah, exactly. You know, they don't know what living is. I mean, you thought butter was bad? Oof. Butter wouldn't melt in her mouth. (laughs) That mother was wow. And you can see it in him is the thing. Like, it's one thing to have an awful mother, right? And Mm -hmm. I'm not going to blame anyone for having an awful mother. But you can see that same inverted snobbery in him. You know, well, well, job's the job. You know, what do you expect me to do? I expect you to do what anyone else fucking does. Find another job somewhere, <laughs> dickhead. I have a job. job. It's, it's the, the only kind of job. And you'll never understand because you've you got another job. job. <laughs> 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 uh, uh. Oh, bless her. I, you know, I think that. I, I know she's gotten a, vi- a very favorable edit and, yeah. you know, perhaps... Well, the amount of money that came in from the pharma company, <laughs> you know, it's... Uh... <laughs> no, ap- apart from from that, I do... And like I said, I don't discount that she's been given a very favorable edit because they had to have a few likable people. But she's not likable. Um, she's not likable. She's not ready. She is not ready for this show. Simple. Not ready for the... Why do you think she's not ready to be in a relationship? Because she's got so much to learn about herself now that there's time to learn stuff about herself. She's really damaged. She's not got over this traumatic experience. Like People have a traumatic experience which lasts a day or a week. She's had a lifetime that was a traumatic experience. Give her a bit of breathing room. She's not ready. I don't think he's right for her. No, the right man might be with her while she gets ready. Maybe. Right? But it's going to take a really loving and patient guy. Um... Or she's not ready. I want her to want better for herself. Right. Right. Um, because I do think that she's she, miserable. I think that she is a very, I, di- I disagree that she's miserable. I think she's a very caring person. She is, she is the first person to go look after someone who's upset, whether the cameras are following her or not. She doesn't have a put-on personality, is no. what I'm saying. There are very few people who come onto these programs. Sorry. Sorry about the vocal fry, everybody. I'm starting to <coughs> feel it a bit in my chest. Um, I, I think what you see is what you get with her. I don't think that there's... I don't think there's some ulterior side. I just think there's a sadness and I don't think she's ready for a man like this. But who should be ready for a man like this is all. She seems miserable. (laughs) I'm not backing down on that. She seems really sad. And And I think it could have been him that's done that. But I think most people would have left her frustrated probably. Um... 
I, I don't think that's true. I, I, I just will... don't think you should come up. Like, I, reality TV always wants people that have just been through trauma, right? But these are not the people that are equipped to come on these shows. You shouldn't go on these shows when you've just lost someone. You shouldn't come on this show when you've just been given a new lead. This is not the time. No. Um, I also see shades of... Now, she is not like Booker because she's not openly condescending. But there are shades of that class divide there. Um, that was there with Booker and Brett that I think ultimately, you know, caused them to drift apart. I don't see her ex. I, I, if anything, it's the other direction. No, I think I, I'm saying it's a class divide, but, and it's a, it's a contempt, but it's, there's a word for it and I can't, it's, it's, it's classism, but it's, it's the other way around than it usually presents itself. Cr- yeah. But correct. even saying that suggests that one is above and one is below. And so we get very uncomfortable with that. But thing. let's call it, let's call it a uh, socioeconomic or, or an education gap or a wealth gap or, or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what else to call it, but classism. It is possible his desperation to hold on to this job that, you know, what he has is just so remarkable, but I don't get it. I don't get it. He just doesn't look, the stakes are not high for him. Well, I come back to what I originally read all that time ago, an account from someone who says that they knew him, which is, He's a sleazy guy, you know, who fucks a different girl every night and seems to enjoy the remoteness. He should be with What's-Her-Face from Tassie. Yeah. 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 That's the kind well, she of... she wanted him, right? I think she did, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, unlike you, I don't read the rumors because I don't want to be... Uh, I influenced... Think- There are two kinds of people that might be absolutely devoted to the kind of work that he does, right? It's someone that really enjoys being off the grid because then you're not accountable for anything that you do. Or it's someone that genuinely believes in the work, maybe helping communities that need help and is, is driven by, you know, like your dad went off the fucking grid, right? Yeah. Yeah. But he was saving lives, you know? Um, so, but I've not heard him speak of it in those terms. So I'm assuming it's the former. I wonder if it's one of those things like working on an oil rig where you get paid a lot. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and you get, you know, you're four months on and then two months off or something. But it's like Jovi. Yeah. That's the other example I was going to give. Okay. Um, who are we missing apart from? <laughs> Do you want to cover any of the people that have sadly left us while we were off the air? Um, well done, Sandy. Yeah, well done, Sandy. Uh, I was a dickhead and Michelle called it. If only you listened to the pod. Yeah, that guy, that guy was a dickhead. Um, 
nasty. Nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible man. Tiny little piggy eyes and screwed up anger face. Yeah. Furious that he's not taller. He's got a tiny little dingling too. So little. (laughs) (laughs) It's horrible. Um, Smell. Categorically cannot fuck. Uh, thinks and also does not perform oral sex on women because you know I have a I have the site for that he just doesn't do it yeah he's a dick um who else did we lose we lost uh Jesse and Claire yeah look uh a lot of people really like Jesse um they're wrong (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to I don't want to piss in your cereal, um, but I I didn't care f- for Jesse. Um, Can we be very clear about this? Claire got off with Adam after weeks of Jesse abusing her, manipulating, gaslighting, all the things that we don't like Harrison for. Jesse was unspeakably confrontational, rude, misogynistic, and gross. And the relationship was basically over, right? And I think she, it was over before it started. He killed it. I mean, it started really well. They both got clicky necks, right? It started good. But he killed it on that honeymoon, and she acted like a single person because she was a single person at that time. Right. I, I can't, I, I agree with what you've said about Jesse. I don't have, I don't have any particular malice towards him. I think he's really immature and really socially, uh, maladroit, particularly. I think he can put on an act well, like this he does is, this as, is a, what I'm... as a marriage celebrant. Yeah, I, I. But all of this, you know, wounded. I've been done wrong by thing is is an avoidance. Technique. For me, it was all the deal breakers that immediately. Yeah. Like I was never going to see him in a positive light after that. I but really this was wasn't. another deal breaker, another, like he wanted something and he got it and he took it. Right. Yeah. See ya. Um, I think she's a fucking queen. He could have had, he could have had a shot and he blew it. I don't even know if he could have had a shot. Cause I don't think she was attracted to him and I don't blame uh, him. I think, I look, I'm not going to defend what she and Adam did. I think Adam was more in the wrong than she was because he was yeah. He was fronting like there was nothing wrong with his relationship. There was no that there was something wrong with his relationship. Mm. What what he was presenting was that he and Janelle were not in a good place or whatever. Oh, yeah, no, I'm just saying he hadn't told her that. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. 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 So, yeah. no, he was definitely much worse than that. But like I say, Claire, on a night out, acted like a single person because, honestly, at that point, she was a single person. I don't think it's that terrible. I think, I think regardless of the real-world consequences of that, 
within the context of the experiment, it wasn't the right thing to do. She took accountability for it. She shouldn't have lied about it in the first instance. That was wrong. But she... I've never seen good apologies like her. Yeah, and I I believe she was sincere. I don't believe that she was just trying to save face, okay? (sighs) So I'm tired of that tedious argument. Um, Josh and Melissa, I think Melissa's behavior was reprehensible. I think we can all agree and... uh, I, I hope we can all agree that were the gender roles reversed, there would be... An intervention. An intervention of some kind for his safety. I think it's wrong to bully anyone into a sex act. Um, and particularly the way... I will never forget the way that once she saw sussed that she had been caught out for doing what she did, which was coercing him into having and threatening him into having sex with her. Yeah, like it was uh, worse than Kimbali and Usman. Right. And then and and then talk about what about her. Then it became, well, well, uh when we did, I felt taken advantage oh, of. That was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good sex. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, she was Horrible. Um, she insinuated worse than it was bad sex. Yes, she insinuated yes, she that it was, yeah. Yep. Really unforgivable. Um, as far as we know, I mean, again, it's edits, who knows? But um, they, I'm sure they showed a shot of her. Like, you know how this, shot, uh, this show is like, um, it's cut into many overlapping segments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, each little bit of, of Mafsar's, um You've seen the first twenty percent, and then the last twenty percent is shown at the first twenty percent of the next bit. Right? It, it's massively overlapping. Right? I'm sure in one of the after the breaks, um, they showed a shot of her at the girls' night, but I don't remember her being at the girls' no, night. No, she was at the girls' night. Um, they didn't show anything <laughs> of no, whatsoever to the point that you wouldn't know she was there other than that i'm sure they were like coming up she comes in and everyone's like whoa but then that didn't actually happen <laughs> it was very odd she was not held accountable uh taylor and hugo look i don't think either of them are any prize i don't have a single kind word to say about taylor i think she I think her behavior was not just impolite, not just um, inappropriate, but cruel. I think it says a lot about Australia and the gender roles. And we have for many years been like, oh, Australian men, right? There's this kind of image of, you know, the slightly regressive mentality. Women are way worse. Well, this is, this is, well, I don't know if they're worse, but what we're seeing is that these roles, even when you try and evolve, they pull you back down, right? It's actually quite hard to cry, climb out of the primordial swamp. And, I've seen lots of Australian men who are very evolved in the last few seasons of this show, but I've seen just as many women 
who don't want the men to evolve. And it's really troubling. Yeah, I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of women who uh, embrace a certain archetype that I would run a yeah. mile from. Um, yeah. Well, most of the you know developed world horrible phrase would run a mile from. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. And, and no offense to our any Aussie listeners. No, I don't, God, I'm I don't, not saying every Australian woman. No, no, woman. no. It's, it's just... We're it's, making generalizations about, based on the people who have been on this show, who we understand are not representative yeah. of Australia as a whole. But it is really interesting. Well, it is sort of representative, because you can see that when cultures change, it's not just about one side changing, it's about the other side letting them change. You know? And and I find that actually really fascinating. Can we talk about um, before we get to our before we get to our last couple? Yeah. Um, can we talk about Caitlin and Shannon and how oh. pissed Shannon? Was? I can't believe he had the nerve to show up at the boys' night. At all. Well, word has it he was completely legless at the airport flying in. He was. I have never seen someone that drunk on TV, and I saw. Well, maybe not Ruthie from the real world Hawaii, like twenty years ago. She was. I mean, she was catatonic. You. Need, but this guy Shannon was so drunk. You need to. Get on the YouTubes. Everyone needs to get on the YouTubes and you need to find footage of Oliver Reed, the actor Oliver Reed, on, I'm pretty sure it was Wogan. It was a British talk show. Um, that is the most drunk I've ever seen someone on TV. It's just remarkable. But yeah, he was like, ooh, and the nastiness of him. That nasty drunk. I think he's... He's a rat, isn't he? I think he's worse than Harrison, actually. Oh, yeah. I think he's... Well, just wait, because I'm about to say something about Harrison. All right, so let's stop dancing around it. <laughs> uh, I think we... Yeah, we've we've covered everyone, I think. If we left, Probably. If we left someone out... They don't matter. Then uh, they haven't made a distinct enough impression. And that's their fault. Sure. <laughs> um, let's talk about Brontosaurus and the Chode. The Chode. Everyone's favorite. Ollie called him Harry at one point, which I thought was really fun. Yeah, people have called him Has. Yeah. Harry. Oh, that was the other thing. Jesse and Harrison were very close, and I think that tells you everything you need to know about Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I don't think. Robin, talk to me about <laughs> talk to me about Harrison and Bronte and your thoughts on the decision. Ah, boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Everyone keeps coming for Harrison. Like he is this manipulative, gaslighting person that wants to throw grenades, right? Like, 
the fourth wall erupted this season with the experts actually just not being experts anymore, but just being participants, right, in the Harrison Roger. As a TV entity, he is gold. I've not seen anyone quite like him since... Oh, it was in my head earlier today. There was... A, is it something Bateman? I mean, not Patrick. Um, the, um, first season of Big Brother in this country. Um, he was like this evil guy. He passed notes to people about, oh, we should vote this. But and everyone, the whole country was absolutely scandalized that someone could play a game. Because we all thought it was an experiment, right? Okay, right, yeah. sure. And oh, I can't believe I've forgotten his name. It was in my head early. Um, but he became like a, a huge hate figure in the country, right? Front page of all the papers, right? Big deal. Harrison's a little bit like that. He is an unbelievable pantomime villain. And I sort of love him for giving us this. <laughs> I have to say, there's something kind of almost likable about him. <laughs> like, his silly little laugh, and the way he knows, I think he knows sometimes how absurd he is, or how absurd, or when someone is kind to him, the kind of, the way he sort of melts. I think he's just really horribly fucked up, but Here's the controversial thing that I'll say. I honestly think in his head, he hasn't done anything wrong. I also believe that he believes in what he's selling. Which is why it's so wonderful to watch. I have to say... It would be horrible, right? But when he and Melinda and Leighton were in Melinda and Leighton's apartment, and she's taught, and she says something to the effect of like, "Do you think I want to be stuck here with Harrison?" And he's like, "I'm right here." <laughs> that that's what was I'm talking about. Gold, but that's what I, that little puppy dog kind of thing that he sometimes does, you know. Uh, please don't compare him to my favorite thing in the world. That's taking it too far. But there is something funny about him. The, you know, if he was... If he was doing actual damage... Yeah. Um, that, that's right. Then I would feel very differently. Like, I think about past villains like i think about bryce and melissa from i guess season eight um that's right bryce was doing real damage bryce was dismantling a woman yeah alienating her from everyone else and they're married for realsies now and have two kids and that's i mean that that was frightening yeah behavior do i think harrison is a narcissist yes um but let's remember that that narcissism also has a range you know Mm uh and i (laughs) i think he i mean i think he didn't 
forget that he said those things about Bronte, okay? But I don't think... But it's think, brilliant. It's a brilliant move. <laughs> but I don't think... I think that they decided... No one's ever held their own against the experts like Harrison. That is true. And I wasn't expecting wonderful, that. You know? I don't... Okay. The chutzpah. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I He does... He makes me very angry. Me too. Um, and the worst part is, and this is how good he is, mm. because he is actually in showing some of his faults, like what a bad fucking liar he is. Yeah. There's stuff that you miss out on that he's very good at, like the fact that he's actually made us all hate Bronte more than we hate him. Oh, yeah. And that is, that's the best, to me, that's the biggest, but this, he's you know, really, trick that he's pulled really, off. really good at what he does. And, but everyone sort of thinks that just pointing out the, <laughs> the what he does is a way of defeating him. And everyone tried. Everyone took a shot of the king and missed. You know, Evelyn tried it, and Claire tried Everyone tried it. But with someone like Harrison, it's not enough just to say to him, you're doing these things. You've, you've got to find a way of actually defeating it. That's like saying to the clouds that they're raining and expecting the rain to stop. It's, it's not enough. And you cannot defeat him. Because... He'll just say, no, I'm not. And then where do you go? Because there's no stakes. Because you can't touch him. You can't hurt him. And I can't help but admire it in a weird fucking way. But everyone he took a shot at, don't forget, he was right. That's the most infuriating thing. Mm. He's right about Leighton. And that relationship, right? He's right. He was right about Jesse and Claire. Not what he says. What he said was bullshit. Oh, she's just concerned with her image. But he he is a smart cookie. He's the lion that gets the gazelle, right? You go for the one at the back of the pack, right? I, it's very, very, very hard not to admire such a perfectly evolved killing machine. just a fucking force of nature he's sure he is the apex predator of of the experiment yeah um i he even i think he even got the better of the experts like i think he did too because they were like harrison before you throw those grenades look at the damage you've done he's like I am. I'm looking at the damage I've done, and it's wonderful. And then it's like, what do you think your part is? And he'll just, he'll never answer. No. But he, he knows, in his head, he knows. He, he knows everything make... he's done. And But here's the thing. This is why I'm saying you can't just say to the clouds, stop raining. Like, he's like, yes, all of that is true, and I don't give a fuck because i'm chaotic evil i'm the joker sometimes you just want to watch the world burn he has a beautiful future in politics yeah and i hope he uses it um so talk to me (laughs) about or i guess i'll go first so i'll i 
I think, yeah, what you've said about the apex predator is absolutely correct. Um, what a journey it's been with Bronte. I confess that I have hated her from the very beginning. Um, I think that, do I feel bad for her? Do I have empathy for her in the sense that I am, I have empathy toward someone who has suffered and been humiliated. Mm, no. <laughs> I don't because Not really. her, her motivation to be the last woman standing is so clear and it's so transparent. And you hear him... T- the other thing is you heard him talking about sex like mm-hmm. Steve Carell in The 40-Year-Old Virgin, right? Like, they, those two maybe had sex that one time. They had sex. Oh, once again, I reiterate, they had sex that one time. He didn't like her fake boobs. He sent her a cupcake to really reinforce the point that he didn't like her fake boobs. And they haven't had sex since. No. Um, That's what it comes down to. I think she despises him. Yeah. Um, and I... And I think he loves that. And she has no shame. And you know what? I think he and Melinda might have a future together. There is such a spark. There really is. They could have such a good time together. Because here's the thing about Harrison... He can operate on more than one level at once, like mentally, intellectually, right? He's he's smart. You can't be that kind of a see you next Tuesday without being smart. And he really is an arsehole, but he's so good at it. And he's funny. He's funny. And Leighton's not funny. He would be such... And Bronte's not funny. That's the thing. Harrison would be a great real housewife. Like that is, that's the universe he should operate in. I I want to watch him on my TV annually. I'd like him to be an expert next year. It would be incredible reading people (laughs) for film, but I also want to watch him get fat, which he will. You can just see it in him. Right. (laughs) There's, the gym will only take you so far, right? That That is a man who is destined to end up looking like, what's his name for John Goodman. He's going to look like John. John Goodman's skinny now. Yeah, that's true. But Roseanne era John Goodman, right? You can just see. He's not just going to put on a few pounds. He's going to be massive, Harrison. He just is. You can see it in his face. And again, it's not to body shame, but I want to see as he... All of the all of the armor that he has is stripped down. I want to see him destroy himself because he does deserve it. He's a horrible, horrible person. Yeah, he is a don't, terrible yeah, person. Don't think for a second when I say I like him or whatever. I just find him wonderful to watch. I mean, he is awful, and I do want to see his eventual undoing. But you know what? You've got to give him better adversaries than this because this lot are not on his level. They just weren't. The only one who slightly was, was Ollie, off camera. Yeah, but Ollie won't say any of those no. things on camera because he's too beautiful and pure a soul. Well, when we say off camera, we mean, you know, to camera. Right, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. Not 
not in the same in the space arena. Yeah, yeah. as him. Um, wow, you've really made me think. What about Harrison? Yeah. I, he's the MVP, man. Uh, <laughs> I hope we don't lose <laughs> our loyal... Um, our beloveds. I, once again, to reiterate, I think he is unspeakably awful. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that I agree with you because I don't know that. I mean, I agree with you on that point. Sure, I can't say that I enjoy him. Um, it, I don't really. I'd want it. I. Who else could have shown Bronte up for what she is, right? Yeah, but he's not doing it in... I don't think he's good enough. I think you're hyping him up too much. I'm I'm interested to hear from our listeners what you think. Do you agree with Robin? Do you disagree? What are your thoughts? Um, have you watched The Walking Dead? Once again, they always agree with me. Have a look. Well, I'm certainly not going to stake uh, <laughs> anything on that right now. Um, yeah. Get in our DMs. Harrison's like cordyceps. Let us know what we Harrison think. Harrison oh, loves. Stop. Stop. <laughs> All right. Come on. I, I need some of this energy for 90 days. So uh, we will be back after the final vows. Yeah. Who's going to. Should we predict? Um, sure. We should. Yeah. All right. Uh, Cam and Lyndall are gonna be no. no. Um, Melinda and Leighton. <sighs> I hope she's not so weak. Is all I'll say. I don't think she'll. Yeah, I don't think she'll say yes. I think. I think she's understood now that she that he's not gonna fight for her. Right. Um, Ollie and Tani, I think, are a yes. I think so. It's not a real marriage, is it? Um, no, no, no. There's also that. Uh, Rupert and Evelyn. Nah, probably not. But they might pretend to. Um, but I think not. I think no. Not. I don't think so. Uh, Duncan and Alyssa. No. You don't think so? I think he might grow a backbone. I think he might say, actually, you've not been very nice to me. And no. See, I think... mm, I think it's going to be a yes because I think she's going to... I have a feeling that she's going to go, oh my God, if I don't say yes to this, then I have to be alone. And she's not going to want that. I just, I think he might come to his senses. I hope so, but, you know, my... Homestays will be it. Are they going to his or hers? Probably his, I'm yeah, guessing. I think some of his friends might have a word. Oh, that'll be interesting. Um, and Bronte and Harrison, I think it's it's virtually certain idiots. I just don't know which one of them is going to pull the trigger there. I don't think they'll even make it to the altar. She'll get a text. <laughs> He'll send it with what? What is it? 
deal date. What what's the delivery delivery post? DoorDash. DoorDash. That's what they use. He'll send a DoorDash guy around with like a note. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I would love that. Right. Is that everyone? Yeah, I think so. And if it isn't, they don't deserve our attention. Um, you do. We love you. Thank you for tolerating us. Um, can you tolerate an absence? Maybe. No one sent, sent us any like hate mail or anything, so that's nice. Thank you. Um, it's lovely to be back. Uh, we ain't going to be full schedule, but we're going to do what we can when we can. Yeah. yeah. We, we're going to aim to be full schedule. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we love you guys. Please answer some of the questions and get into the discussion and let us know what you think. Um, look out for our 90 day, the other way recap, um, which we are about to record. We'll probably do it tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> which we're about to record tomorrow. <laughs> See right. ya. Soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.